0: And to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, part two, one bottle-smashing minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli, and uh, Nick is still on vacation, uh, but joining us once again is Paul Montgomery and David Acampo. Welcome.
1: Hello. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having us on again.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so today we are going back to Minute 77, which begins... With uh, Biff and 3D hiding their restricted paraphernalia, <laughs> and ends with Marty approaching the railing above Biff. Um. So 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 yeah, I I I really like that. I I really love how cartoony his gang is in this movie. Um, like they're, they really feel like a, like a, like just like a cart. They kind of feel like the weasels from Roger Rabbit. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of yeah, have that vibe about that, them. Yeah. And I, I really dig it, honestly. Um, and, like this, and this I just, this
2: is, um, you know, this is the Valley, very, uh, Riverdale, like as the, as they get like, you know, yeah. a bunch of archetypes and, you know, you want one of them to be wearing like a, you know, restructured fedora. So that's a, it's a crown hat, you know? they mm-hmm. don't quite go that broad but you know you've got the guy with the 3d glasses so that kind of
0: <laughs> i mean that's <laughs> pretty close to the crown hat to that's, be that's honest. pretty pretty close <laughs> um yeah I, I i i so so they all hide their uh biff hides his magazine and 3d hides the empty bottle of whiskey uh he empties it Strickland. Out. Yeah, yeah, he's emptied it out into the which is the which punch. is interesting. We
2: were we were talking last time about like you know what is the the entire end game with you know spiking the punch, and uh, obviously they're not gonna you know drink the rest of it. He's they're not interested in in getting drunk. They just want to cause some mayhem. So that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I love how cartoonish their reactions
1: are too. Maybe because we're watching this all through binoculars, and so we have to. <laughs> It's just sort of amplified in that cartoony way. But like the Biff's reaction as he's like shoving the magazine into his jacket is is so overblown. (laughs) Like It's it's so obviously suspicious that he's doing something wrong, right? It's (laughs) it's very, it's
2: it's like stage acting. Like everything has to be a little bit exaggerated so it can read to, you know, the back of the audience. Right, right. Exactly. (laughs) I just find that
1: very, very comical in this moment. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, uh, and I
0: and I love, once again, Marty's magic binoculars that uh, that have that have a zoom function. Um, <laughs> I just I just, I, I just really I love I love binoculars that don't m- binoculars and like video footage in movies video footage are, is big, yeah. like uh, security yeah,
2: cameras when you get multiple angles of a crime.
0: That's my favorite thing. Where <laughs> yeah. You're just like you're obviously just pay, playing footage from the movie earlier, right? Um, and I I where was the camera like I just I always love when stuff like that pops up in the movies um, and this is uh, this is definitely no exception. I think we get we get two different uh, zoom angles of Strickland we get like a an extreme close up of Strickland from like barely the chin up and then we get sort of a bus shot of him and I'm like what what is Marty doing that he's like zooming in and out of Strickland like it just I I just love that they don't pay any mind to the actual logistics of well, this. Theoretically of you not. can,
2: you, you have a zoom dial on some binoculars.
0: Yeah, sure. So
2: you could, you could do like a bit of a, of a quick zoom. Um, yeah. But maybe and not I, as cinematic as that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and I would, I would accept that if he was zooming into the uh, almanac because he's like, is that what I think it is? It is the, the, what I think it is. But I mean, he's going to recognize Strickland. And so I just, I find it funny that he needs to like zoom in and be like, who's this now? Like, I, well, you know,
2: who. like he's, is. he's, he's, uh, he's shooting an episode of the office through a set of binoculars and <laughs> right. doing yeah. the cinematic quick zoom. Yeah. Oh, that's really great.
0: Um, then there's this really great shot where Biff, Biff and his gang, they try to act casual and, uh, Biff seems to believe it's not working, and so they're like, "All right, let's get out of here." And so they they head for the exit. and And there's this shot, and I am a, always a sucker for this shot in any movie, but it's the shot where Marty is following uh, Biff and his gang, and the camera is following him from behind, yeah. and he's sort of like moving against against the current of the of the of the frame you know like Mm -hmm. everyone is moving in one direction he's moving against it and i'm always a big fan of that shot um there's like a really good one in the uh the most recent godzilla movie where uh where i think it's uh uh brian cranston is sort of like running down that hallway that everyone's running in the opposite direction of okay Um, okay yeah 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 that that kind of shot i don't know what it is about that shot but anytime that Pops up in a movie or a television series. I'm always a big fan of it. Um, well, you're very,
2: very anti authority. Um, yeah, you've yeah. always been. I'm cool, to stream. Your, your Patronus <laughs> is a salmon. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: so that, that all tracks.
1: Before, before that moment, I, I do want to give a nice little nod to the, the uh, where he, he pulls the brim of the hat down a little bit. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. It's sort of the secret agent thing, right? It's a little, little Indiana Jones, a little. Well, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> is like
2: what is what is marty's frame of reference for the tip of the fedora is it indiana jones um like is, is it raiders or is it um is it is it bogey you know like is it like a uh, yeah. casablanca or like a well, multi-falcon he's
1: probably seen he's probably seen both i mean he probably has both references uh so yeah it could be either I or think, he could have yeah, just felt like, like, like he was really going to disguise himself there, you know, yeah, like I th- tipping I think it down. It's
0: probably like a combination kind of thing where he's just like, I just want to be like 50s cool guy. Because <laughs> that's,
2: that's definitely not just a utility tipping. Like he does it in a stylish way. So he's oh, having. Absolutely. So in addition to being stealthy, he's also having fun, just like Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely. a very, very Kojima shot.
1: Very have have so. you guys talked about the the combination of the fedora with the motorcycle jacket? I mean, that's just k- kind of a great disguise, by the way. It's sort of a matchup of, you know, this sort of noir uh, <laughs> fedora and then this, like, you know, nice 50s motorcycle
2: jacket. You know? It's very yeah. Christian Slater.
0: Well, you know, what's yeah. funny is uh, I don't think we've brought this up before. We've we've definitely talked about the outfit before, but in this week in particular, uh, I got a very, like, Rocky Balboa vibe like <laughs> from,
2: from him. Oh, like Rocky um, One, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 from Rocky One, yeah, and and just, when he brings it back like, in
2: Rocky Five,
1: right? When he when yeah. he
2: opens up the chest and he pulls out the original Rocky um, uniform,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> Gotta get yeah, back, to, back to yeah. He saved that time
0: just in case. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 just, I really, uh, I really like that. So, I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a little Indiana Jones. I think it's a little uh, Humphrey Bogart, and I think it's mm-hmm. a little uh, Rocky Balboa
1: it's a little bit Fonzie with the jacket, you know I mean? The motorcycle jacket is sort of a classic, uh, uh, fifties, uh, trope, right? So, you know,
0: yeah, Yeah, there's definitely a little Fonzie there. Um, it's, it's a, I I don't think, uh, I don't think Marty is, uh, you know, it's not any one thing. Marty is a combination of all things. I think (laughs)
2: he he made Um, it his own.
0: He's like the captain planet of pop culture. Um, Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, so we go outside and I, well, first I wanted to go back to the following shot because the, the way that that is shot, if you took out the, the music, cause we get that, that really great, you know, fifties jam from, uh, instrumental jam from the first movie playing over all of this. And if you took that out you could put some seriously sinister music behind the, behind that scene right. and it, you could totally take it out of context as a thriller of some site some sort um, I, yeah, I like, I like having the
2: atmospheric sort of the, the natural soundtrack of the music playing in the auditorium. And mm-hmm. I wanted to mention this on the, on the first one, I forgot, um, get a very Roseanne vibe from that saxophone. Um, yeah. That would also be very good <laughs> in, the, in the background of some early seasons of Roseanne. So yeah. not just a 50s thing, but a, maybe a late 80s, early 90s thing too.
0: Yeah, we brought up we brought up Roseanne a lot um, in the original 1985 timeline. Yeah, because uh, it's definitely a, a big Roseanne vibe from all those house, the McFly household scenes. Just the yeah, the mm. like very yeah, very middle
2: America, and you know, usually you know a lot of movies we see really high end houses, and so it's it's always fun going back, especially with period pieces, to see like where you know where average people live. Um, and where did the, and Roseanne that take level? place? Um, Illinois, I think. Illinois,
0: okay. Okay.
2: Um, but yeah, so we go
0: outside and, uh, you know, Biff tells his gang to go find that Calvin Klein kid because he he owes him a knuckle sandwich. And, um, 3D just, like, runs off in a very, like, Caesar from Planet of the Apes sort of way. Like, he just, (laughs) he's sort of, like, rocking back and forth. Like, he's very ape-like. And I'm not sure... (laughs) I'm not sure what that's he's about owning that
1: minion thing, you know, very that he's got much. Going. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: and, uh, and I think, I think Billy Zane is ready to go home. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't look too thrilled to be shooting this sequence again. Uh, as uh, he was having a ton of fun in alternate 1985, but here he seems to be a little bored. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then, uh, he hands Biff the empty bottle of the whiskey, which, And Biff just looks at it like, I don't want this. And then smashes it on the ground, (laughs) which I reminds me of. um, It really reminds me of that moment in uh, in the early seasons of Mad Men, the picnic scene where they just like throw the garbage all over the park. We
2: totally just talked about that on the first episode of Fuzzy Typewriter (laughs) on on our Stranger Things episode. I totally. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay, something
1: lit- fitting the period where we we just didn't care about recycling and and uh, uh, littering, right? Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> right.
2: yeah, but like, but uh, Don takes his like beer can or whatever and just like tosses it like a football you know, across the park and just as like, just casual, he's not aiming for anything. He's just just toss it, get it away from me. <laughs> the, your, uh, I think listeners will enjoy uh, some, some uh, Roseanne background. Uh, I just looked this up while we were uh, talking and uh, it oh, is yeah. set in Lanford, uh, Illinois um, outside of for- uh, in, in Fulton County. But this is interesting. Establing, establishing shots were photographed in Evansville, Indiana hometown of first season producer, Matt Williams. So.
0: Oh, interesting. So, yeah, wonder, so any,
2: any shots outside of the house or they they would have shots of, like, um, street signs and stuff? Like, that's wonder, all apparently Indiana.
0: I wonder why they would shoot that stuff in Evansville but then not ha- let the show be taking place in place Evansville. Place in, in Indiana? I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting choice.
1: Hmm. Um... I like the other interesting choice of uh, uh, Marty's method of hiding here, which is to just lean against the wall as the <laughs> minions run past him. Like yeah. I don't know if they they're just going to assume he's taking a leak over there or what. Like you know I don't know. But that's a very
2: people... that's a very happy day's way of hiding,
1: right? Isn't it? <laughs> I think that's hysterical. <laughs> uh, well, what
0: I love is that there's that gag earlier in the movie where Doc gives Marty money to go buy his. Uh, buy some clothes, and he says, "Get something inconspicuous." And then you smash cut to Marty in this outfit, and, he, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, that's that's hilarious. That that's not inconspicuous at all, but obviously it is hey, right. because it seems <laughs> to be working." <laughs> so I really, uh, I really like that. Uh, you know, don't count Marty out. Sometimes he knows what he's doing. Um, right. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but yeah, apparently, like I guess Biff just came out to read. I don't, I mean, what I don't know what he
1: he's doing. He never finished his ooh-la-la article. I mean, clearly, like he was invested in the in in, in you know the story there. So uh, that makes sense to me. I, I believe We're it.
0: Really excited about reading this
1: magazine. And
2: like they I guess they're trying to get some distance from the punch bowl so that whatever happens, you know, they're. They they need some time for that prank to work. There's a little bit of wait time because you're not. It's not going to be the first sip when the, you know, hits the fan. So they're gonna go out get some air, come back in later on because they don't want to listen to this music. What is what yeah, what does Biff them. listen to when he wants to listen to music?
0: Uh, he listens to Papa Loves Mambo. We know that.
2: That's true. Yeah, <laughs> very interesting. 50s bully. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Marty, Marty, I don't, I don't really know. I I like the feeling that Marty really has no plan. He's just sort of making this up as he goes along. Um, and I, I, I really like that sense of a hero. You know, there's no moment here where Doc and Marty are like, okay, here's the plan. This is what we're going to do. It's just like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna follow him, and uh, we'll figure it out. Like, I don't know if his plan is just to grab and run, or if I'm he sure wants Doc to try would to like run. to
2: have a plan um, and think of yeah. things sequentially like that. Because, and these, this is a time travel movie, so um, Marty goes, like, Marty flies in the face of all that stuff. That's, mm-hmm. you know, Marty is chaos agent, so you don't go in with a plan. You just stick to your target. No, <laughs> you know, you've got your mark and just stay on them and see what happens and... Oh, and that
1: goes back to that visual storytelling he's got a clear desire it is to get that almanac that is the whole goal that's the whole end game so whatever you do there's there needs not be a plan for marty It's just you know i'm going to stick around until i get that thing mm-hmm. you know that that's, find that's my opening my... yep exactly
0: yeah no and I, I like having a hero like that um I I you know I don't think that there is a lot of movies being made anymore where that is the the type of hero. It's it's a very um sort of Peter Parkerian uh vibe to Marty's character where you know he's not good at this. He's just doing the best he can and uh and I I really like that. I I find it admirable um in a hero that he he has no plan. He just knows what he has to get done and he's just he's gonna go for it um and and make it up as he goes
2: along and i I really like that he's the ultimate teenager
0: yeah absolutely yeah we've talked about multiple times about how great michael j fox would have been as an 80s
1: peter parker um (laughs) Uh, absolutely i (laughs) never thought about that that's awesome yeah
0: yeah definitely um that's all i have for this minute honestly there's not uh it's very sparse
2: the stealth sequences are tough man yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we got we got that Roseanne stuff in there. So
0: that's true. That's
2: true. <laughs> if it's quiz night, uh, you know, at, at your bar or whatever, at your local pub, um, you've got that in your back pocket, uh, you know, takes place in Illinois, establishing shots set in Indiana.
0: Yeah, there you go. Um so so uh you've got Stranger Things coming up on on uh Fuzzy Typewriter. Do you have any other uh tentative plans for upcoming? Oh stuff? gosh.
2: Um maybe maybe Star Trek Beyond, maybe other Star Trek films, maybe sequentially oh. Star Trek, oh, wow. maybe possibly. You know
0: what's so funny? is when i was talking about last episode i brought up those uh those those series runs that you would do um Mm-mm. the franchise runs and i was like i was like the only thing missing in my mind was star trek and
1: uh and yeah it's been
2: so, on the it's been it's been on the list for a few years <laughs> yeah. i, think, no, I, I was, think i was
1: i should get to that i i think there's i think there's room for it right
2: yeah yeah, yeah. No, that would be great. So that's the, so. Those are some possibilities. Um, we wanted did, to
1: talk about the witch,
2: um, and we, we did. And we kind of waited a little too long on it. Um, maybe when it hits,
1: is it on video yet? Did it? It's hit on video, day? yeah. Oh well, that's there, that's how I it saw, saw it. That's right, because I saw it like a second run in a theater maybe around about,
2: Halloween. We can talk some of our, yeah. our favorite uh, recent. Uh, There's some
1: horror movies horror I'd movies. like to talk
2: about. <laughs> <laughs> that is in our wheelhouse, um, and I, I really oh, enjoyed yeah. that movie. Um, I, you know, yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's also the possibility that could come up on like, uh, you know, if we do some kind of best of 2016 wrap up, um, that would, uh, I think that would most likely be in my top 10 for the year. Uh, I, thought that, I thought that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah.
1: If I can rope him into it, I'll probably get Paul to talk some more comics with me because I, I laid yeah. off of that on Fuzzy Typewriter because, uh, uh, you know, he, he has all of his O-Comics uh, uh, stuff. But, you know, maybe... Uh, maybe I'll sneak some in there and get him to talk about some comics a little more.
2: Yeah, we can, I think can there's definitely her, room
1: for that. Writing together, for God's sake.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so we can talk, we can talk about process a bit. We might, we might just like do episodes that aren't necessarily about, you know, we're, we're talking about ones that are like, let's do a witch episode. Let's do a, um, you know, Star Trek episodes, like we might just do some that are like what some of our favorite villains, some of our favorite, um, yeah, yeah. some of our favorite stealth scenes and movies, like we might do, <laughs> you know, or, or, or movies and books, like all media. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a writer's show. And, uh, hope, and, you know, the other thing, um, hopefully you have the opportunity to do some interviews on there. So we might bring some, some other writers and artists on board. Um, I was, I was talking to Jordi Blair, uh, about, uh, comic colorists, um, talking about color in movies. So, um, oh, yeah. she's a, she's a big nerd. So, um, she said she would be, be up for a, a future episode. Um, so yes, yeah, so we'll have some, have some fun guests and things too. Very, very uh,
0: cool. Um, you got is it just fuzzy com
2: um i don't know that we have fuzzy anymore um oh, okay. it's just uh, look up look look up fuzzy typewriter um in itunes and you'll find the show
1: okay there you i'm go. not sure i think different sites go to different things now but i i know that we i think i have the fuzzy typewriter for you still but the last one in there is from is it doctor who episode from mm-hmm. i'm looking okay. at it right
2: now from august Deep twenty fifth, 2014 last episode
1: is that your is that the very last one
2: I okay, so. I don't know.
1: Okay, so that is the final. It, it, it redirects to like fuzzytypewritershow.wordpress.com. It yeah, all go to blends together. <laughs> we've done this so many times. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to get this back in gear. We're, we're going to get back on it.
2: I got it. We did a we did an ET episode and like years ago and I got a takedown notice because the blog page had a picture of Steven Spielberg like riding the bike with ET like or are like holding the bike and, really? like, and some, you know, some lawyer who represents, because I was very like, like, you know, d- didn't really care about using, you know, public domain stuff. It was just like, if it's on the internet, it's fair game and stuff and put that up as the album art for the episode. And so I just took the blog post down and I was like, okay, whatever. But, um, but that was funny. It was like, I got an email out of nowhere, like you cease and desist, do not use this photo. It's from the private collection of so-and-so and
1: like, all right. So (laughs) that's how, you know, that's how, you know, we've arrived, right? uh, Yeah. And yeah,
2: (laughs) someone's weird job it is to like go, you know, cruising around the internet trying to find (laughs) weird stuff. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, looking forward to you guys coming back. Everyone should uh, definitely check out Fuzzy Typewriter. Um, and, uh, you can also check out duelinggenre.com. Uh, which is our website, where you can also find our other podcasts, the Doctor's Companion, or Doctor Who podcast, and Geek by Night, our original audio drama about twenty-something uh, uh, comic book nerds who get superpowers um, and uh, how they don't really become superheroes. So uh, it's, <laughs> it's 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 a fun it's a fun little show. So definitely check that out. Check out our Patreon page, duelinggenre.com slash support if you want to get the Back to the Future No Roads edition on the weekends. Um, and uh, you can also go check out my uh, short films on that website as well under the film section. Uh, both Unexceptional and uh, The Cupid Division are both available there for your viewing pleasure or displeasure whatever the case may be I'm not sure. Um but uh yeah and then special thanks to Patreon associate producers David Jeffries and Leaper 182 and we'll be back tomorrow with minute 78.
1: Bye.